When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey, everybody. Good to have you on the Lifestyle Practice Podcast with me this week. I am Steve Vandegraaff. I will be your host today. Just me. Justin is at the top of a lonely mountain somewhere in the Rockies on an elk hunt. And I believe Derek is off camping with his family as well. So you're just going to get me today. My message will be short, but I hope it can be impactful for you. In thinking what could be helpful to share with you this week, I thought of all the different hats that we wear as dentists and as small business owners. Have you thought of all the different responsibilities and roles that you have? You're a doctor, you're a business owner, you're a marketer, uh, you're probably an HR supervisor. If you think of all the management you do with employees, you're somewhat of an accountant, maybe an insurance examiner, you're certainly a property manager, and depending on whatever problem comes your way, you could be a bunch of other things as well. There is a ton on your plate. Ask any owner and they will tell you that the first years of ownership forced them to learn things that they had no idea that they would really need to know. Most dentists work really hard to make everything right and learn how to juggle all of these different balls. I'm not knocking hard work at all, but a big risk that dentists run when we're juggling all the balls is to lose sight of the most important things. We're keeping busy, we're putting the effort in, but if it isn't in the right places, we may just be spinning our wheels. So that's what I'd like to talk about today, prioritizing your time and focusing on the things that matter most in your practice. Something that you should know about that is pretty cool really is something called Pareto's Principle. Pareto was an Italian economist and I'm sure I did not say his name in proper Italian, but that's okay. He discovered what is called the 80-20 rule, which applies in business and in all sorts of areas, really. Basically, it says that 80% of the consequences in a given system are determined by 20% of the causes. Put differently, 20% of the inputs are responsible for 80% of the output. He calls this 20% the vital few and the 80%, the trivial many. His rule, it applies in all types of systems and industries. For example, some interesting ones. 20% of the criminals in the nation are responsible for 80% of our nation's crimes. Also, 20% of patients in the healthcare system require 80% of the treatment rendered. Interestingly, they applied some advanced statistics to sports And they figured that over 80% of the wins in professional sports are largely responsible for about 20% of the players. Also, 80% of the land in most countries is owned by about 20% of the people. So I found that rather fascinating. And you're probably like, okay, that's interesting. But what does that have to do with me? In your business, 20% of your efforts are going to reap 80% of your results. Focusing on the vital few 
activities will bring about your greatest ROI. And conversely, 80% of our efforts placed on things of less importance will bring about 20% of the results. Now think about that. Four times the work is going to bring you a quarter of the results if it's not placed in the right areas. So this means that it's not just about working hard or putting the time in. It's about determining what is the most impactful move you can make and what are the most important things you can put your time and energy into. A dentist could be working super hard, giving his or her all to the practice, but if the effort is in the wrong places, it could be taking almost all of your time but returning to you very little in the way of results. Alternatively, for the dentist that narrows their focus and can determine which things will be most impactful and spend their time doing just what's critical, your actions could have profound results. This principle stuck out to me after I had a call with a client last week. We're nearing the end of our year of coaching, and he has improved his collections by, in the last nine months, about 50%. He did that while keeping his costs the same, so it actually doubled his net take-home income in nine months. When we started... His take-home just didn't really give justice to the amount of work and effort he was putting into the practice, and it didn't really match the number of new patients that he was getting. So he was determined and humble enough to change whatever was needed, and that was an awesome, awesome mindset and attitude to start coaching with. He focused on the most important from the very beginning. His emphasis was, how can I increase my daily production? His first efforts were on training his team, making sure he had the right people in place. And then he set goals. He shared them with the team. He provided incentives for the team when they reached the goals. And then he focused his own time and his own self-development on being better at comprehensive diagnosis and presenting higher value treatment. He's also placing emphasis and incorporating in his practice right now, higher value specialty procedures. So he worked hard to improve his practice, but it's because he put his work in the right places that the results were so dramatic. And the right places to work and make changes in are usually not the easiest places to spend your time. In fact, they're usually the hardest and the most uncomfortable. Let's look at the other side of Pareto's 80-20 rule, the trivial many. I spoke recently with a dentist who practices nearby me who I think would unfortunately kind of fall into this category. I asked him how his practice was going a few months ago when we, when we were chatting, and he said that things were pretty tough. He couldn't get enough new patients in, and he felt that he just wasn't producing enough to have a profitable practice that he wants. So I, you know, I didn't grill him, but I just kind of gently asked what, you know, what he was trying to do to improve those things. And First thing, he said that he had hired a marketing company to manage his online presence. So they would take care of Yelp, the yellow pages, and they would get his name and practice info in a bunch of community coupon ads. He said he also had paid for a lot of cups and keychains and other like handheld memorabilia that have his logo on them. So he was trying a lot of stuff and he was working hard at this. But unfortunately, these efforts weren't placed on the 20% most important things for getting new patients. All this stuff kind of sounds like a lot of work, but unfortunately it's not moving the needle for him in his practice. 
Then he shared with me that he spends his days away from the office taking courses on pharmacology to be able to treat medically compromised patients and provide sedation. He doesn't really perform a lot of surgeries per se, but he wants to be able to provide that service for older patients and some of the phobic patients that he already has in his practice. Now, before I say anything, don't get me wrong. I think that being able to provide that service is great. Probably a huge service to that small group of patients who really need that. But if he is unhappy with not producing enough, and that's what he wants to change in his practice, there are lots of other things that are going to be more impactful. There are likely some other things to do before pharmacology. This stuff is going to fall under the 80% of the work is going to give you 20% of your results. Studying something like that is easy to do. And let's face it, it's a lot easier than leading a team, taking the, the time to hone your skills and talking with patients. It's easier than asking your patients for referrals or presenting treatment that may be very costly for patients. All of those things are a little bit uncomfortable and they can be tiring. It's definitely a lot harder than quietly studying some interesting textbook that we are all really good at doing since we were students for like half our lives. But you get my drift. So both of these dentists, they wanted to improve their practices. Both of them wanted more income and less stress. Now, both put a lot of work and effort in, but one focused on the right inputs. He got 80% of the results for 20% of the work. The other dentist still worked hard, but his 80% efforts probably brought in more about 20% of the results or output. I mentioned earlier how it seems that dentists are just juggling the balls sometimes with everything we have to manage. And I think this is one way we stop focusing on the most important 20% of things. It's just because there's so much to do. I mean, you know this, there's a million little things that need to be done when running a practice. I work three and a half days a week and yesterday was my half day. Rather than go home right at lunch, which looking back, I probably should have done. I thought, hey, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to knock out some of the stuff on my to-do list. But, you know, before I knew it, I had spent nearly three hours on all these little things. Renewing my dental license. I was updating some subscriptions. I was doing some emails with my accountant and IT guy. Just all the little to-dos. And this stuff needed to be done. But really looking at it, it was kind of part of the trivial many. The things that need to be done, but they're not very vital. As in, they're not going to bring you the ROI. To-dos are usually not driving the bottom line of your business. For dealing with these in the most effective way possible, I'd recommend you listen to the episode number 53, where Derek and I talk about how to determine the worth of your time and to help you decide what you can outsource and delegate. You may be a hard worker, but as business author Peter Drucker said, there is nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should not be done at all. Another tip, to improve your efficiency in taking care of to-dos like this that can't be delegated, try budgeting a set amount of time for accomplishing them. If you sit down and start just going through a big pile of stuff on your desk, you'll eventually get through it like I did, but you'll get more done quicker if you allot a certain amount of time to taking care of specific tasks X, Y, and Z. Time allotment strategy can help you keep focused on the task at hand. 
and it gives you more or less a soft deadline. So it kind of causes you to just get things done rather than be slow or perfectionist about it. Pareto called the 20% of our actions that will bring 80% of our results the precious few. I challenge you to review what you spent your time working on this last week. If it directly contributed to increased production, or if it results in more new patients, then that is good. Build on this. These narrow and focused actions will bring you the biggest bang for your buck. For former and current coaching clients, go to the modules in the Lifestyle Practice Academy and rework the modules on team, increasing production, and marketing to new patients. These are at the core of what drives our practices. And I think these are the 20%. These are the things, if mastered, will really bring about the most powerful results. So if you look back on this last week and maybe you spent your time on more peripheral stuff, maybe it was just to-do lists or getting things off your checklist. If so, step back and reprioritize. Don't work aimlessly, even if all the motion just makes you feel as if you're getting something done. Work smarter and put in the effort to, even if it's uncomfortable, do the hard things that matter most. In closing, this tip and all of our podcasts, they're meant to help you build a highly profitable practice while working less. If you applied this 80-20 rule to life, putting the effort and investment into creating the practice that we work with dentists to build is like the 20% input that will provide you the 80% reward. There is incredible opportunity in our practices to help you create the time and the financial strength and ability to allow you to do whatever is most meaningful in your life. That's going to be different for everyone, but the freedom to choose to pursue what's most meaningful for you is what we're after. So if you have any questions or if you need help putting your efforts into the areas that will make the biggest difference in your practice, just email us, Steve, Derek, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com. We'd love to connect and see how we may be able to help. With that, everybody, have a wonderful week. And we'll talk to you later. Jump without a net, never break a sweat.